Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Ladies, have you ever had one of those uncomfortable headlight moments? Don't you want to be heard without distraction? Bezzy broad discs are your solution. Go to justwantedtoask.com and look for Bezzy broad discs. Hello, everyone. I'm thrilled today to be with Coach Kat Mitchell. Kat Mitchell is a certified mindfulness and meditation teacher, internationally accredited coach, and wisdom coach for kids, a speaker, author, and caregiver. She loves guiding her clients from uncertainty and victim thinking to being resilient, authentic, self-empowered, and loving themselves. She offers free workshops and coaching programs to guide her clients to their greatness so they can shine their light in today's world. Welcome, Kat, to the podcast. Thank you so much, Anne. I am so happy to be here. Well, it's wonderful having an opportunity to speak with you. Um, So tell us your backstory, because you originally came from corporate. How did you transition from corporate into caregiving and coaching? So I have been, I was in corporate for many, many years, and I was in the software industry, tech, and I was leading teams. Um, and then in, I don't remember now, 2017, 2016, I had a class This is, hey, I want you to try a coaching program since you're leading all these international teams and see if that will help you as a leader. Well, I was always behind the scenes except for with my teams, and I'd been working with these teams for years. So I had no idea what to expect with coaching. And that opened up some doors of really learning about others, but really learning about me. Now, on the flip side, the caregiving actually started with taking care of my cousin back in 2016, 2015 timeframe, when she had end-stage liver disease. So I was, I suddenly had to you know, figure out how to navigate getting to the hospital sometimes in the mornings, lunchtime, evenings, and really have these consults and understand this whole disease and what this was going to look like for her. And really step outside of my comfort zone of making all these life decisions for her while still building these giant projects in software and leading these teams in corporate. And I did that for, well, for six months with her, but then it was caregiving for my dad. And then in 2019 is when I really had to make that shift of 
am I going to be a caregiver for my brother and work in corporate? Or am I going to finally take that jump out of corporate to focus on him? And the decision was made because the doctor said, he goes home with you because my brother had a, a massive stroke. He goes home with you or he goes into a care home. And he was my younger brother. So I'm like, um, I guess he's coming home with me and I'm going to say no to the job anymore. Um, so I left corporate at that time, thinking that at some point I would figure out what coaching can do for the future. But I wasn't really sure because I was more focused on my brother at that time. So that's how all that kind of came to be over time. Um, one of the things that you said in another interview about your brother is that he changed his whole diet program. Um, and how did that affect him? So when he had his stroke, it impacted several areas of his brain. But one thing that we could not figure out for the life of us, and this is you know, multiple doctors and you know, multiple tests, is he had this crazy swelling from the waist down. It's like his legs were just pulling with fluid and just were really heavy. He couldn't even walk on them because they were so painful. And we went to one doctor and he says, I want you to do vegan. Just try vegan and see if that has an impact because nothing else has worked with all the wraps and medications. And so it's like, well, all right, we've never done it. We've always been meat eaters in our family. <laughs> so let's try it. Within a week, the swelling went down. Within a couple months, he had dropped 20 pounds. It was insane how the vegan eating just totally switched that. He was able to start walking. He will go out and walk six miles now. Wow. Where he couldn't do that before. And it was just incredible. That was 2019 when we started that. He has never eaten meat since. He's, he does add a little cheese once in a while. But for the most part, he we call it vegan-ish. <laughs> Most vegan. <laughs> but yeah, it has really transformed his life. And I, I've kind of gone back and forth, but now I am completely off of meat. And I do eat cheese because I'm still a caregiver for my mom also. And when I take her out on adventures with her Alzheimer's and dementia, if she says she wants pizza, we're going to go get pizza because she's made a decision. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. Sure. Well, I'm right there with you. I've been, um, I gave up meat in 1998. And I tell people, my husband eats meat every night. So, um, but it was a choice that I made. But mm -hmm. I was, I was just curious because I'd heard you say that and it was fascinating. Yeah, it still even surprises me every time I say it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was only like a week long that he ate the vegan eats and the swelling was gone. It's like, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I That's can't amazing. explain it. Yeah, yeah, it's That's a gift. A, yeah, well, and if someone hearing this can um, take it and be helped by it, that would be wonderful. Um, so. You switched from corporate to um, coaching. 
What were the biggest struggles you had in the transition? <laughs> biggest struggles. I talk about it in uh, another book that I wrote or that I co-authored is switching from corporate to being in business. There were a lot of things I didn't think about. You know, suddenly I am that CEO, the CFO, the CEO, the CTO. It's like, you know, trying to figure out the marketing director, the sales director. It's like everything that I could depend on somebody else for in corporate. I now was wearing all those hats and trying to figure out and still trying to figure out, you know, it's still a scheduling balance. It's like today, you know, am I marketing only? Or am I working with clients and doing some marketing and doing some sales? And, you know, it's really an adjustment to my schedule on a daily basis, just trying to figure out what works best for my business and the fact that I'm still a caregiver. Yeah. So I am not just a business owner. I'm not just, you know, focused on me. And what's needed for me in my life and my business. I'm also, I still manage my family structure with my mom and my brother because he hasn't really gotten into driving yet. He's been given the okay to drive now after a stroke, but he hasn't stepped into, all right, I want to go driving now. So sure. one day, he'll get yeah. comfortable with it one day. Yeah. And then um, managing a business, doing that as well. Um, I, in fact, had to do that when my mother became very ill. My mother was terminally ill. I moved back into her business, had to run her business, and I took care of her as well. And so um, it does. It's an incredible challenge um, uh, and a lot to deal with. Uh, yeah. So, your pro, uh, what does your coaching program encompass? So I have, I have free workshops around mindfulness and really learning how to be resilient and empowered. But my coaching program, most of the people that I work with are immigrants that have come to the U.S. to work in software technology, surprisingly. You know, not even thinking about those were the people that I worked with the most on my teams. And now those are the people that I get to work with on really stepping into their power because there's a lot of fear in working for corporate. And if I don't do everything that they tell me I have to do, am I going to be okay? How do I set those boundaries? How do I really be empowered and really determine what I want and what I believe and who I am. So, you know, those are kind of the different aspects of where I get to encourage and help other women envision their future and their present moment at the same time. Sure. It's always a very, very fine line. We're in corporate where you can um express how you feel and where you fit and do it in a way 
that is accepted it is mm -hmm. accepted mm -hmm. um because it it's just such a hairline line where when you cross it you, you just don't have the opportunity to go back um, right because people make assumptions about who you are mm -hmm. yeah and a lot of times it comes down to values many times Corporate organizations have defined values. And are we stepping into roles that align with our values? And many times I find out that people don't even know what their personal values are. And so it's really learning what our personal values are and really determining how we can do what we love and align with those values that speak to us. Yeah. And then understanding corporate values as well. And mm -hmm. very often people go into a corporate situation. They don't even know what the, the corporate values are. Right. And so you have to determine that as well. Mm -hmm. You also have a, uh, a Friday meditation program. How yes. does that start and what do you offer? How that started was I started talking about, started speaking about how to be or how to cultivate resilience, mindful resilience. And a lot of it comes down to really tapping into our own emotions, really being non-judgmental from within. And understanding that we're going to have human feelings. We are human beings. And really allowing for the awareness. And helping others be okay with sitting in silence. Because it can be very calming when we give ourselves permission. And so I started on last, right now it's just the last Friday of every month. and it's. Just a 30 minutes of let's celebrate our wins. Let's do a simple transitionary meditation and mindfulness activity to end the week and move into the weekend. And, you know, so it can be done, you know, it's all virtual and anybody anywhere can register for it and come join us. Right now, I do it the last Friday. If it all works out and it starts building momentum, then it may be that I do it two Fridays a month or maybe three Fridays a month. But right now I'm just testing it to see how, you know, others enjoy it. And because, some, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say, if somebody's interested in hopping on, how did they connect with you? So I have a workshops page on my website at, path, P-A-T-H, to discovery.com workshops. And it's there's a link there to register for the meditation. There's a link there to register for my free monthly workshop on resilience and empowerment. And there is ways to connect with me in my Facebook group um, on, on Facebook. So those are some ways to connect, find out who I am, ask questions, and 
you know, just learn about what can be beneficial for others. Because we're all here. Um, there was a, a quote or something I was reading this morning about we're all here to learn, but we're also all here to teach. We're all walking through life together. And we're in the space that we're in at the right time for us because we have our own followers and we're also following somebody. Oh, that's so, that's so beautiful. Uh, what a great thought. Um, and that, just so that our listeners know that information will be in the show notes. Um, you mentioned before that you had been in a previous book, but today we're going to speak about uh, your upcoming uh, book, Power of Community. Tell yeah. us about um, your chapter and what you offer in the chapter. So my chapter um, just recently changed titles, but it's fueled by self-love, which is very fitting for somebody that talks about resilience and empowerment. One Woman's Path to Navigating Life's Challenges. And this chapter, back when I was younger, I realized I was one that was always giving away my power. And I was very quick to blame. It's like I, I could blame my parents for not teaching me certain things. I could blame the fact that I was in a bad marriage and, you know, said, oh, fine, if this is what life is, this is what life is. And it wasn't until I was in that marriage for a few years that I finally went, no, this is not how I have to live. There's got to be something better. There's, there's something in me that says, I want more. I want to be more. I want to do more. I want a life that speaks to me and brings me joy. I don't know what that is. But I know what I wanted. So I decided to really learn how to love myself and really figure this thing called life out. And that's when this was in my 30s that I started really tapping into the self-development and figuring all that out. And it took me a while. But, you know, it talks about some of the experiences with extreme pain. There was a point in time where I couldn't walk. And then, you know, after major surgery, then I was running marathons. Yeah. So it's really figuring out what works for us and really tapping into the strengths within us and not always looking at the weaknesses within us. Because that is a human experience of, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that. But what can we do? What can we develop within us? So, yeah. Do you think it's possible? Because I'm struggling with that right now. And it was it's interesting that you should say that because this morning on Facebook, I saw a post. Um, it had It was probably from Valentine's Day. And it was a, a quote that asked, uh, what are the things that you love? And then at the end of the quote, it said, did you include yourself? 
And as I was reading, I mean, split second, as I started reading it, I could name all these things that I love. Never occurred to me to put myself there. And it's it's become a true challenge for me that I might, I'm holding myself back. Mm-hmm. How was the transition for you in terms of your self-image and transitioning into a different type of person? I would say that the transition is still happening. So up until three years ago, I, you know, I was with my boyfriend, but he would randomly say things that were not exactly on the positive side. And I'm like, well, all right, you know, just let it go. But you hear things and you're like, well, if if one person believes it, then maybe more people believe it. You know, now he passed away three years ago. And that gave me another opportunity to really look at what's important to me. And it's really stepping in front of the mirror and going, how can I love me? Because you can't truly love others until you can find it in yourself to figure out what, you know, who you are and all the gifts that you bring to the world. And it's still a it's a daily practice. It's it's you know really tapping into. I'm a fantastic listener, but I am still learning how to get my voice out into the world. It is you know I can you know listen and really help somebody else see the gifts that they bring to the world. But then I really, you know, every once in a while, I'll see something on Facebook, a quote on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, let me think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Am I really doing that for myself? And not judging myself. I had a client, a young man this morning that I was talking to. Um, he's got two young kids. He's like, I'm always judging myself. Why am I always judging myself? I'm like, well, let's let's talk about that. Like, what are those, what are those things that you are doing well? And when are you celebrating yourself? You know, because it's it's really common, unfortunately, for humans to go, oh, yeah, I didn't do that well. Oh, you know, why did I do that? Instead of that, it's like, well, what did we learn from that thing that we did? If it wasn't right, how can we improve next time? And, you know, we look at those failures more often than we look at our successes. And um, there's, there's an acronym, um, first attempt in learning. Yeah, that I always try and remind myself. All right, so I did it this way. First attempt in learning. I didn't fail. I'm just learning. I can't know everything. I have to believe in myself enough to learn it. And, you know, I have to be okay with, you know, getting and stretching that comfort zone and going, oh, yeah, I can do that. 
Yeah, it might be a little scary, but I can do it. The first time I ran a marathon, I didn't know I could do that, you know, but I did it. I wasn't fast. I wasn't breaking any records for sure. But my body felt good after the pain eased a couple of days later. <laughs> you know, and then I went and did it again. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, we can do it again. You know, now, you know, I got it into my brain. It's like, all right, why is there a sudden rainstorm that doesn't happen? But once every 30 years, it happens on the days I run marathons. <laughs> so. That put a little bit of a fear in me, but yeah, now I'm more of the, I prefer 5Ks, 10Ks as I get older, (laughs) but you know, it's being okay with it. We have one shot at life. How can we live it and really find the joy in that experience daily? Uh, For sure. Uh, and the thing is that in some in some instances, like singers and performers, they have plaques on their wall. But as a general day-to-day person in uh, business or in life, you don't get the plaques on the wall. Um, and so it's something you have to keep reminding yourself. Mm, but why not create one for yourself? I have 100 IMDb credits. That puts me as a director and a star. Not everybody can say that. Yeah, that would be true. So what you're saying is we have to find the moments in our lives and the areas in our lives where we can truly say to ourselves that we excel and possibly see ourselves from the outside in. Um, I remember years ago, somebody said that before, uh, if they had guests coming for dinner, they would go to their front door, open the door and look around to see basically where the dust was, but to see what the room looked like and, and feel the energy. And so I started doing that, but I never, I've never done that for myself. And um, you've given me a lot to think about. Maybe I should start. Yeah, celebrate you. Celebrate your gifts that you bring to the world. The fact that you let people, you know, share their voice, share their passions, share their love for what they do and what they provide to the world, where you are the one shining the light for everyone else. And that light wouldn't be there without you. So true. So you mentioned before that you had also been in another book as well. Um, tell us a little bit, a bit about that um, and where people can find that as well. That one is Owning Your Feminine Power. That one was a whole different um, experience. Again, it was an anthology. There were um, multiple authors. but. The difference was I didn't know any of the other authors. And that one talked more about really stepping into the world of business when I had been in this world of corporate, but also talked about 
um, caregiving and the loss of my partner. We'd been together for 12 years. We had traveled the world. We loved adventure. But suddenly it was navigating life on my own and figuring out, you know, what what I really wanted to bring to the world, but really how to fall in love with me and know that my happiness, my happiness comes from within. It's not who I'm with, what I do and, you know, how I bring joy to others. It's how can I wake up every morning? How can I celebrate and be grateful for everything that is in my life, even if there's nobody else around me? And that, so it was a different experience on that level, but it also highlighted this new book, A Power of Community, because I didn't realize that part of me was truly missing until I met with all of these women on a cruise. And then suddenly this book was birthed out of that experience of love and joy and really um, that vulnerability and experience of, you know, being part of a true community. Because I had seen some of these, you know, on the Hollywood squares of Zoom. But, you know, to be a part of this book where you're actually feeling the joy and the love from within every time that you're feeling this positive energy around you. And so it, it totally different experiences, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for more. What a wonderful thought. Um, and the book will be available through your website. Uh, the launch date is um, March 6th, as it's proposed at the moment. Um, we sometimes that gets delayed, but for right now, the launch date is March 6th. Mm -hmm. And the information will be on your website. Um, and for our listeners, where can people find you? So I don't know if it's going to be on my website, but it will definitely be posted on Facebook and LinkedIn as far as that March 6th launch date, because that date, there is a special price for, I don't know if it's 24 to 48 hours um, of $1.99. So that is finding me on Facebook and connecting me that connecting with me there or LinkedIn is or Instagram are probably the best places to connect for that launch date. Okay. And what is, how can people find you on Facebook? So on Facebook, I am Coach Kat Mitchell is for Facebook. Instagram is Coach Kat, but it's really, um, yeah, connect with me there. And then once you connect with me, um, send me a message, you know, I want to really learn about others and their journeys 
and celebrate them. Because I think, I really think that a lot of us don't really connect with as many people as we could to really feel the love that needs to be shared in today's world. We have a lot of turbulence in today's world. And I think we need to get more, you know, kindness and love out there. Definitely. And your website is? It's path, the number two, discovery.com. So it's path to discovery.com. And that information will be in the show notes. So for everyone listening, all of the information will be in the show notes. Please check out the show notes um, on iTunes. Thank you, Kat, so very, very much for joining me today. I'm truly looking forward to reading the book. Thank you so much, Anne. This was so much fun just talking with you and sharing all this greatness. And yeah, it, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you. Thank you.